This is the result of your words, days 78 and 79. Let's get started. A student was handed a pamphlet full of Judenhass when getting off the bus in West Orange, New Jersey. The student who is suing UPenn for failure to deal with Judenhass claimed that the school failed to warn the Jewish Center about a bomb threat. Pro-Palestinian protesters decided to protest the transit system in Seattle. Why? Because the parent company also gives electricity to Israel. As far as I can tell, this has nothing to do with the Israeli military, but rather Israelis having electricity. You can ignore most of this article, it's full of Republican BS. The dean of the Yale Law School, who told Jewish students who were scared of Judenhass that maybe they should get therapy, is on the short list to be the next president of Yale. At the International Court of Justice, which I don't know why Russia's allowed to say anything, they talked about how the Shoah impacted many different minorities, which isn't untrue, but the Jewish community was impacted the most severely, and their goal was to downplay that. Ayat's, the Palestinian restaurant in Brooklyn that named their seafood menu from the river to the sea, is hosting a Shabbat dinner on Friday for the Jewish community that still supports them. Probably mostly those who don't care about the phrase, but I hope some people will also go that learned that it means different things to different people as well. Germany's leading Jewish newspaper had an op-ed that said that everyone who lives in Gaza is complicit. Students at University of Texas Austin held a rally in solidarity with the Houthis. Does someone want to tell these protesters that the group that they're supporting are responsible for all the destruction within Yemen? You cannot say you support human rights and stand with the Houthis. Three Jewish people in their 20s were speaking Hebrew in Leicester Square. They were attacked as a result, called the police 10 times, and the police did nothing. An Israeli beauty queen and a British Muslim doctor spoke at the World Economic Forum in Davros, specifically the world's silence about the SV perpetrated by Hamas. South African imam called for the Muslim army to defeat the Zionists. I don't think I have to keep saying this, but they don't mean that word the way you think they do. BBC sports host Gary Lineker retweeted that Israel should not be in international sports right now. He got a lot of flack from the Jewish community, and he got some death threats, which no matter what you think of any issue is never okay. At a rally last week, the director of the People's Forum said that Israel has to be destroyed to cheers from a bunch of other leftists. And destroying Israel is the pathway to destroying capitalism. For almost a century, Israel had many successful socialist communities. But yeah, destroying Israel would totally destroy capitalism. And any call to destroy Israel is Judenhass. Harvard has finally asked their side chat forum to enforce content moderation. Took over three months for them to do that. At Columbia University, the still-suspended Students for Justice in Palestine planned a rally where there were calls for intifada and support of the Houthi. And you already know what I think of that. However, what happened to the protesters wasn't okay either. Two dozen reported that they were sprayed with hazardous chemicals. This one really saddens me. Norman Finkelstein on October 7th said... It warms every fiber of my soul seeing Gaza tear down their oppressors. On October 7th. And Bowman proceeded to talk about how he was starstruck to meet him. In Durango, Colorado, during the public comment section, someone entered the Zoom City Council meeting and spewed Judenhass. Patriot Front led a march against black people and Jewish tunnels. Also talking about how Zionists control the world. Do you get why it's a problem when you use Zionism as a slur? 
In Oman, the Royal Opera told an Israeli mezzo that she couldn't perform because of safety reasons. That's happening a lot. A Berlin-based puppeteer tries to bring Jewish and Muslim kids together. But since October 7th, he's been turned down by pretty much every theater. Brooklyn has a new task force to combat hate. And a Brooklyn councilwoman who said Israelis are responsible for October 7th will be co-chairing it. Speaking of, the chair of Harvard's new Judenhaas task force says that violence runs through the veins of the Jewish people. Police are launching an investigation into the bomb threats against the primary school that was accused of Islamophobia for banning pupils from wearing pro-Palestinian badges. Are they also investigating the school banning the badges, though? San Francisco Mayor London Breed won't sign the ceasefire resolution. Not because she doesn't believe in it, but because she is scared it will incite more violence. A new app in Canada will help fight against Islamophobia. It's IMERT, or Islamophobia Motivated Incident Reporting Tool. In December, a council meeting was disrupted in Montreal because protesters didn't like the new laws banning people from tearing down hostage posters. Do you hear that? Those words should never have to be uttered in that order. And finally, in the UK, the PM's official advisor on political violence says face masks should be banned at protests, which would put every single person who is disabled at risk. If you care about disabled people, call out bad actors. Sorry, I think I got a little heated in some of the stories from today, but I couldn't help it. I'm kind of furious. And I hope you are too. And I hope this convinces you to be better. Call your friends out and people out online when you see someone doing something wrong. This is the result of your words. That's the title of this series for a reason. Refuah to all of us in need of healing. And may the memories of those who have been lost and those who will be lost be a blessing and a revolution for peace, freedom, and safety for all. Shortcast Club.